You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community. Covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. Just a reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Look for Press This on the left-hand side. In this episode of Press This, we're doing our monthly Word Around the campfire segment where we bring you news from around the WordPress world. We'll be giving you an update about Google's view of page speed, the end of life of PHP 5.6, updates from Gutenberg SSL, uh, SSL certificates, and crypto mining malware attacks on WordPress. A fun, fun episode. Lots of cool stuff to talk about. Um, joining this episode is a gentleman named Anthony Bruchel. Anthony is the newest member of the team within WP Engine dedicated to WordPress innovation, giving back to the WordPress open source project. Um, Anthony is a maintainer of components in WordPress core, um, supporting the WordPress community, and helping organizations around the world to adopt WordPress. And, and, and we're happy to join have him join this team um, at WP Engine and join the show. Anthony, welcome to your first episode of Press This. Hello, it's so good to be here. Awesome, awesome. Happy to have you here and looking forward to getting some updates from you on Gutenberg. Uh, lots of stuff happening there. Also joining the show is Doc Pop from the WordPress News uh, publication Torque Magazine. Doc, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. 
Awesome. So excited to have both of you folks and uh, really interested to kind of dig into some of these news items. So many things have been happening in the WordPress world. So first of all, I wanted to give a little bit of a rundown from an event that took place a couple of weeks ago called the Google CMS Summit. Basically, Google brought together leaders from CMSs from around the world um, to talk about things that are important to them. Um, There were a lot of things discussed there. Some of it proprietary, of course, can't share on the show, um, but there were some insights I can share. Um, I thought one of the most interesting parts for me was actually getting to meet Patrick Meenan, the creator of webpagetest.org. He's actually an employee of Google and works with them a lot on their page speed, speed initiatives. Uh, it was really interesting to hear his perspective on page speed. And I think my favorite moment of the whole thing was I had two fiber connections at my home, Google Fiber and AT&T. And I went on this really intricate uh, kind of experiment to see which was faster and to be able to nerd out with that with the creator of WordPress. Press, uh, webpagetest.org um, was, was a really cool moment. Um, and I actually got to talk to Patrick. He'll be joining us for a future episode of Press This, um, so stay tuned for that. And we'll also be bringing in on a different episode one of the chief engineers behind the AMP initiative with Google, a gentleman named Alberto Medina. Um, and Alberto will be joining us for a future episode to talk about AMP and Google's initiatives there. Um, AMP, of course, and PageSpeed was one of the big focuses of the CMS Summit. Um, Google is doing a lot with AMP. I think one of the key things, and this was released publicly in a a bunch of different uh, mediums, is there's a new standard that will allow Google to validate the origin of content. And to de-nerd this for a minute, what this means is that the Google AMP cache, the server and caching infrastructure that stores copies of your AMP pages, this has been a big sticking point with developers and marketers. And it's mainly because it required or it requires that Google's domain show up in the address bar. So when visitors are copying and pasting and sharing it and linking to it, they're using Google's domain, not yours. Of course, it's a big rub for a lot of people. A new standard that's being released will allow them to basically use their infrastructure, yet render those AMP pages using your domain name. So one of the big kind of uh, uh, downsides of using AMP and and leveraging Google's cache um, is, is going to be going away. Um, so that was, that was something I thought that was really interesting. And then that will also leverage the pre-fetching um, component of Google's use of AMP, and basically meaning that when you're on a search result page, they'll preload the content for the user. Um, still leveraging your domain, still leveraging Google's caching infrastructure. Um, so you get to you get to have your cake and eat it too. It's your domain, but it's their caching infrastructure, and it leverages the pre-fetching, which is awesome. Um, they're also kind of working uh, very heavily in AMP to really accelerate the project to become more feature rich. In other words, become kind of more parity, uh, feature parity with, with general HTML so you don't have to give up as much to leverage AMP within your technology stack. Um, so there's a lot of progress being made there. If you looked at AMP early on, it's a much different beast today. Um, so definitely check that out. Google also released in the last few months a plugin for WordPress um, to handle AMP and really well done got to meet with Weston um, and some of the Google team that worked on that and they are doing some really cool things and also improving it including layering in things like pre-rendering um, for self-caching with AMP um, so if you want to read more about that um, go check out the AMP plugin look a little bit more about what they're doing there um, Google of course 
Um, also, uh, very, very focused on speed. And, and for them, generally what's important is one, the experience of the visitor. In other words, how fast is it for individuals to load your site? That seems instinctual. Um, but it's also whether or not you're following best practices. In other words, their page speed insights tool and the recommendations it makes. That's also something that's, that's very important to Google. Um, they also announced advancements to their Lighthouse tool, which is a page speed and, and other types of performance analysis. If you go to the short URL, litturl.co forward slash lighthouse, you can learn more about Lighthouse, what's going on there. Um, Google also announced, um, and they had done this previously, that they had released some of their Chrome level data uh, regarding page speed. In other words, they check people's load time for different sites in Chrome and they essentially have surfaced that in a report called the user experience report for you know the top whatever sites if you go to literal.co forward slash user user experience report you can check out that data and how to access it there's another tool called winning on mobile that lets you kind of check by hand the average mobile page speed of different sites on the web and compare them to other sites. So this could be a useful tool for agencies and freelancers trying to sell customers or prospective customers on faster sites. Um, and it has a cool little ROI calculator at the bottom of it. Um, you can check that out at literal.co, L-I-T-T-U-R-L.co forward slash winning mobile. So that's my update from the Google CMS Summit. Um, I want to kind of jump, switch gears now and talk about Gutenberg. I mean, if you haven't been paying attention, it's one of the biggest updates to WordPress ever. And there's been some updates uh, in just even the last couple of days regarding the timing and what's going to be available when. And I wanted to go ahead and bring Anthony on now. Anthony, what is your view on what's happening here with Gutenberg? Yeah, so um, yeah, the Gutenberg project's moving along. Um, there was a release just a few days ago. And um, and yeah, so the, the, the project's coming along. Uh, I, I think that the, the, the biggest friction right now in the community is, is around timing, and, and many people are scared, and, and with good reason. It's a big change to the editor, and we haven't seen big changes to the editor in a long time. Um, so I, I think, in, in my opinion, it's hard to, to judge the timing for merge proposal and, and release candidate and all of those 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 terms that are kind of ambiguous. Uh, it, it's hard to judge those without getting to step one, which is feature complete. And and I know that there's a there's a, a big call right now for testing of Gutenberg and and, and kind of a, there's a, a an effort to get us feature complete by end of of April. And uh, and I think we're we're getting there. It's there, there aren't a ton of issues still left. Uh, I'm focusing myself on the the media components of Gutenberg, and I'm trying to get kind of the 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 media libraries that Core uses into Gutenberg, so that we can start building out things like playlists and video and more content-rich audio players. Maybe it has the 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 album art and things like that. But we can't really do that without all these these uh, libraries. So Anthony, a quick question. You know, there was a lot of discussion I saw floating around Twitter yesterday. Yesterday, people were concerned about the time frames and having dates on them versus saying, well, this is just our goal, but we don't know when it's going to happen yet. What do you think is driving that for people? What is that anxiety about? Yeah, I mean, if, if you think about it, it's 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 the anxiety of your customers' sites going down. A lot of these people have sites that that they are managing, or they they may work at hosting companies that have thousands of sites that they're managing. And and the big fear is that that once we we drop this update, there's going to be a ton of bugs, and and it's going to bring down sites, and everything's just going to be bad. Um, and and I think that that is only due to the timing part of this. It's 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 the fact that we've said this needs to be out 
we need to be feature complete by end of April, and then we need to be uh, released by in a month after that. And it, it's it's the anxiety of timing and not knowing how to how to gauge a crowdsource initiative such as Gutenberg. We're basically rebuilding WordPress from the ground up, or at least the editor portion, and uh, and that's that's a that's a big task. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really interesting. You know, you have these kind of aspirational kind of dates that you set for yourself to kind of put that moment in time, right? Because you can you can never really fully finish something, right? You, people try to be perfect. And so by putting these time boxes on, it helps kind of people focus to get things done. Um, but I think, you know, people are feeling that anxiety. They're feeling the planning. Like, what should I be doing? Oh, my goodness, all my customer sites. Um, so it's interesting to see how the community evolves during this big moment. So um, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to talk talk with Doc about plug-in madness. So hang on tight and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them to protect them and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. Right before the break, we were talking to WordPress core contributor Anthony Burchell about Gutenberg and some of the anxiety around timing and dates and feature com- uh, backwards compatibility, and he was giving us a bit of an update there. We're going to switch gears now, though, and talk to Doc Pop of Torque Magazine about Plug-In Madness. Doc, tell us about Plug-In Madness. What's going on there? What is it, um, and how can people get involved? Yeah, Pl- Plugin Madness is uh, our annual uh, bracket style competition. Obviously inspired by uh, by uh, March Madness. Uh, it is pitting sixty four WordPress plugins against each other. We started off with four main categories, such as uh, marketing or e commerce and different things like that. So in the beginning we had these kind of similar plugins going against each other and weeding themselves down. And we're in the semifinal round now, which means that all four of those categories now have a top winner. In one bracket, we have uh, Smush, uh, which is WPMU Dev's winner from last year. They won the tournament last year. They're going against custom sidebars plugin. Uh, and in our other bracket, we've got Post Duplicator, and that's going against Restrict Content. And I, I just as a side note, uh, two years ago, I discovered Post Duplicator in our first Plugin Madness competition, 
And I write uh, a weekly uh, video for Torque and a weekly cartoon for Torque. And having post-duplicator saved me a ton of time. So if you're interested in a, a good plugin, there's a lot of great plugins that got nominated for Plugin Madness, but post-duplicator gets my, my personal suggestion and uh, I, I think you should check it out. So if you're interested in seeing who all is involved and definitely voting, uh, you can vote on pluginmadness.com. As of this recording, we're in the semifinals but uh, next week is going to be the, the final round, and then the winners will be later this, this month. Awesome. Well, uh, check it out, everybody, and vote for your favorite plugin. And I guess for next year, um, check out Torque. Uh, maybe participate a little earlier. Um, but that's awesome that you guys do that. Give some visibility to some lesser-known plugins and really pit them against each other to find out which are their favorite in the WordPress community. Um, thanks, Doc. Really appreciate that update. So, you know, one of the other governing pieces to updates, we've talked about Gutenberg in the show. We've talked about it quite a bit. Um, but there's, of course, this other thing called PHP that we're all still kind of relying on with WordPress. And there's this move towards JavaScript, of course. But PHP still serves a fundamental and key role in the WordPress technology stack. And there's huge, huge, huge news pending from the PHP community. Version 5.6 will be end of life. And what that means, if you're not familiar with end of lifing of, of software languages, is that the security patches will no longer, uh, the security vulnerabilities will no longer be actively patched. Meaning that in the current version of 5.6, PHP technically had deprecated it, but Ubuntu had stepped up to patch those vulnerabilities as they dis were discovered. And that is actually ending um, in April, 2018. And there are a ton of WordPress sites running on PHP version 5.6 across all kinds of hosts. And so when these sites make that transition, the host must provide them a server running the current version of PHP, which at the time of this recording is version 7.2. That probably will change, of course, by next April. Um, and they're also going to have to make sure their sites still work on that version. Now, WP Engine does produce a publicly available and free plugin called the PHP Compatibility Checker, which will you can install in your site and see if there are errors um, with the way your site is coded and how it would need to be coded to operate in PHP 7. Now, of course, it also will kick up some false positives, so don't, don't be too scared if you see errors there, but you need to check the PHP versioning of your site. That plugin will help you do that. It will tell you what version of your PHP your site's running, and then you need to start thinking of a plan to migrate your site to PHP 7. One, because 5.6 is going to end of life, of course, and your site could be insecure potentially in the future, but also because PHP 7 is more efficient than 5.6, and we've seen customers nearly double their site speed just by switching to PHP 7. Um, there's nothing you can do for site speed optimization, I guess, unless I'm going from a really terrible server to a really great one um, that would have that big of an impact um, with just essentially one action. Uh, but check out the PHP compatibility plugin to make sure your site, uh, to see what version it's running in PHP and then to see what errors are kicked up relative to the difference of PHP 5.6 and version 7. There's lots of material out there around this, um, so check it out. Uh, but end of life 5.6 is looming. we got a, about a year left before it's fully EOL'd, um, but check that out and make sure you're prepared. Um, another thing coming up around the corner, and a little bit sooner this time in June, is WordCamp Europe, and we're proud to have on the show the person um, helping to run contributor day for WordCamp Europe, uh, Anthony, who we had on a minute ago talking about Gutenberg. So Anthony, tell me a little bit about contributor day. Um, what is it? What do we have planned for Europe? 
Yeah, so uh, Contributor Day is coming up, and we're going to be in uh, Belgrade, Serbia this this year, and uh, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, I'm going to be w- working with uh, Felix Arns, and um, Felix is going to be helping me kind of, uh, we're going to be rounding up people and trying to give back to the community in different ways. Uh, you can contribute to WordPress core in, in tons of different ways, be it uh, code or, or organization or translations. There's there's a ton of needs. And uh, what we're going to be doing is rounding up people and kind of grouping everyone to their to the components that they want to help in and we'll be we'll, we'll be helping kind of uh, teach you how to contribute uh, the the thing that I'm going to be focusing on is Gutenberg contribution and I'll be helping people set up their local environments and get them set up with github and and have them you know ready to, to work on the code uh, and and Felix will be doing that as well and he'll be focusing I believe on the core stuff as well as Gutenberg and uh, and and that's the core code of WordPress not so much the Gutenberg you know, it's interesting to hear you talk about Contributor Day. I remember when I first got into the community, um, and I remember seeing Contributor Day at, a, at my local WordCamp. And by the way, Contributor Days are not just for WordCamp Europe and WordCamp US. Um, they're pretty much at every WordCamp. And I remember thinking, well, I'm not a Word press core contributor. I can't go to contributor day. And that's actually not true. It's not that you are a contributor and therefore you can go. It is also if you're interested in contributing. I, I really liked how you pointed out you also don't need to be a developer. I remember contributor day in Europe last year I went and I'm not a developer, um, but I participated in a subgroup that was focusing on making WordPress meetups more successful. And I've actually run a very successful meetup here in Austin. And so there were, there were things I felt I could contribute that would be helpful. We had a very meaningful discussion and we never talked about code ever. And so certainly if you're a developer and, and you want to give back to open source, this is a great way to learn more about it and make those contributions. Uh, but Contributor Day is inclusive of other efforts other than code. Yeah. And uh, actually, I have a funny story about that. Uh, my first First contribution to WordPress core was at uh, San Francisco Contributor Day in 2014. And what was really funny is I was very new to the to the community, so I had not yet known everybody. I didn't know who Nason was, and uh, and I was sitting at a table, and and I was a pretty new developer, and uh, I had Nason sitting next to me, and he actually helped me get my first patch in. So if you're wanting to learn how you can, if you're not not a great coder, there are good first bugs in the in the uh, ticket system there, and uh, and and there's there are very willing people to help you, and and through that it was it was it was funny because there was a color picker error that was happening, and uh, and Nason was like, oh. I hate the guy that built that. And and what was funny is the guy that built that was sitting right across from me, and that person was actually helping me out to get the patch built. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting observation. You know, people, of course, kind of inquire about how do, we, how do I get to become a WordPress core contributor? And, you know, there's a whole documentation on it on the WordPress.org site. Um, but I think one of the fundamental things left out of there is meet people who are contributing. Ask for their help. Offer your help. And those relationships can often be a faster path to getting your contributions accepted. Um, so check out Contributor Day at your local uh, WordCamp. If you're not going to be able to make it to Belgrade for WordCamp Europe, I understand that. I can't. Um, but uh, check out your local Contributor Day. Um, other thing I want to kind of explore before the break and the kind of, I guess, kind of getting back to Gutenberg in a sense a little bit and, and WordPress releases is version 4.9.5 was supposed to have a, a tryout button in it to, so people could kind of be exposed to Gutenberg, try it out, report back errors. Um, but that's not the case anymore, is it, Anthony? 
Yeah, so uh, I don't think that's the case anymore. It looks like that's going to be pushed back another version, and uh, and I think they're going to rethink sort of why why we need the button. I mean, it's just, as I mentioned earlier, it's extremely important that we get testing. Um, I think it's also maybe it could be risky putting a button that could break your content. Um, but I, I think the the idea is that we're we're going to take a step back, and and the timing, as we mentioned earlier, is a pretty pretty sore spot in the community on this and I mean, this might be kind of giving everyone the the feeling that it's imminent and it's coming very soon so we'll see what happens with that yeah i think it's interesting i mean i, I know everyone listening to this show for the most part um your advanced developers or maybe an advanced digital marketer and you know i think now is the time for you to test and now is the time for you to give feedback to the core team i, I talked to weston who's uh with um uh, one of the core contributors working on the Gutenberg project. I talked to Matt Mullenweg in, in California a couple of weeks ago about this as well. And the response overwhelmingly was test, 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 feedback, 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 feedback. Don't wait. Let us know now what the problems are so the core team can work on addressing them. You're, again, an advanced developer, advanced digital marketer. You're an influencer if you're listening to this program. Um, so do your testing and give your feedback because the end result will be better. Don't wait for it to be feature complete. Do your testing now. Give your feedback now. Super, super valuable to the team. So we're going to take one more break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about crypto mining in WordPress just because it's cool to mention crypto mining and we must have it on this show. So everybody hang tight and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Volopol. Right before the break, we were talking about testing for Gutenberg and giving feedback to the core team. Super, super important stuff. But now I want to switch gears and talk about crypto mining. Uh, the next web published an article and it was published in a bunch of different places, but in the next web article, they pointed out that a researcher had identified 50,000 sites infected with crypto mining malware. Now this one caught my eyes a news item for WordPress worth mentioning. And we're lucky Anthony here, part of his role at WP engine prior to joining the WordPress innovation team was to help our customers help the WP engine customers with things like misbehaving plugins, plugins that might be installing malware and things like that. And so we're really, um, blessed, I think, to have him on the show to talk about this topic. So, Anthony, what's going on? What's up with this crypto mining stuff? What's with the sites affected? And and what other things have you seen in the WordPress ecosystem related to crypto mining? Yeah, so uh, so somebody's making a lot of money right now. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you take a look at that that article, it's really interesting because uh, there's 50,000 sites impacted, and of that 50,000, I believe it was somewhere around almost close to 8,000 that were that were WordPress sites. And and what these crypto mining uh, uh, these these this malware is doing is it's it's sort of living in your site in an invisible way and trying its best not to make itself known. And what it's doing is it's using the CPU of your users when they go to your or site to uh, to mine crypto and uh, what, what's cool about this though is that th- there is a, a, a positive side to this there is a positive way to use uh, uh, crypto mining uh, a proof of work is is what's used to uh, basically run your CPU to to do a calculation and do a transaction and then from there they you you are verified so the proof of work sends back verification to your site that that the work has been done and you can move forward uh, a buddy of mine uh, named Dustin Warren built a a coin it's called coin auth plugin that actually puts the uh, cr- the the mining proof of of work uh, mechanism run by uh, the company's called CoinHive. They have an API that you can quickly link up to this. Um, it, it will actually do a proof of work when you're logging in in order for you to actually log in. So think of this as like your uh, your CAPTCHA that's verifying that you're really a human. This is verifying you're really doing the work to, to earn the login. Uh, what's cool about this though is, is let's say I get DDoSed and on my login page somebody's just trying to break in, they're trying to brute force. Every single one of those, they're going to have to mine me some coins, so maybe I'll make some money off of it. I, I really like that jujitsu move there. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, when you think, oh, malware, oh my goodness. And, and really, you know, it's funny because from the server perspective, you might not even see it, right? I mean, you might see the vulnerability, but it wouldn't see the performance hit because the performance is actually happening to the user. And so in a sense, you're, you're really kind of leveraging their resources. And so I think it's bad for businesses, certainly, of course, to have any malware at all. Um, but it, but especially these kind of insidious versions where like the impact is happening and, and it's in a sense outside of an area you have a lot of visibility in. Um, I really do like the jujitsu move though of, of kind of uh, taking advantage 
advantage of someone trying to DDoS your uh, login screen to earn a little money from that, right? Because it's the legitimate users generally aren't going to your WP admin thing. So, you know, you're generally not causing them any headaches by doing something like that. Um, it also, of course, increases the cost of DDoSing and, and trying to brute force your login um, because they're having to use those resources. And then I guess you could use some of the profits from forcing them to mine on your behalf um, to pay for better security to help you do more <laughs> things. Um, and so, you know, I really think that was an interesting um, kind of approach there. So, um, you know, I think just generally watch the plugins you're installing, um, do pen testing, do security checks, and normal security best practices to watch out for that stuff. Um, but obviously, it's something to keep an eye on. So the last thing I'll mention that I think is relevant for the WordPress news uh, for this month is the announcement of free wildcard SSL certificates. And of course, this is important because of encryption and security and all that stuff. Um, but it's also important for the user experience. Google, in particular, will be throwing up warning in Chrome for non-HTTPS sites. So that's a pretty big deal because there's a lot of Chrome users out there. And then, of course, um, Google has already kind of revealed that they, in a sense, favor HTTPS sites and search results. And my gut tells me after this change in Chrome, that's probably going to be even more true in the future. So that's it for the news items for this episode of Press This and the Word Around the Campfire segment. If you'd like to keep more uh, up to date on WordPress news in the community, you can check out more at torquemag.io, which keeps you up to date every day. People like Doc Pop. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening today. Uh, you can, of course, as always, subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Again, this was your host, David Volopol. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the community, best of the community, to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.